It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's a time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's a hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. I had such a fun day yesterday exploring a new cannabis tour concept in Sonoma County. I brought my college buddy JC with me. He and I go all the way back to Spirit Days 1994. He loves to tell everybody about the big bow I had in my hair the first day we met, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it before he can. JC and I spent four years together earning our mass comm degrees and working on our college newspaper and TV station. I was the sports anchor, and he had a sports show with our other buddy, Nick. It was good times. Anyway, I love that he's in the Bay Area so I can borrow his mad skills and camera equipment and get to hang out with one of my bros all day. (laughs) So... Sonoma County is an amazing place to be this time of year. When I lived in Italy, I took every opportunity to dive in and have authentic experiences. I wanted to engage and learn cultural nuances firsthand from the locals. When my sister and her partner came to visit me, we stayed on a horse ranch in Tuscany for a few days. We obviously rode horses. And my horse was insane and went on hikes and we sampled the local wine and we took the local train into Florence and back at the ranch, we had an amazing local organic steak Florentine. It was the most enormous cut of meat I've ever seen. Two kilos. That's almost four and a half fucking pounds of meat, y'all. Between the three of us, it took almost a week 
to eat that whole thing. My request for the leftover steak and eggs for breakfast blew their Italian minds the next morning. Everyone's sitting in there having their pastry and coffee, and we were eating steak and eggs. And I may or may not have made out with that horse rancher one night. (laughs) He spoke no English. My Italian is poor. It wasn't a problem. But that's not the point. The point is, we had an authentic Tuscan experience that none of us will ever forget. Especially not that rancher. (laughs) Right now, people all over the world associate this area here in California with the best of wine and craft beer. And wine tourism is the lifeblood of the communities. But a new agritourism... (laughs) Oh, oh, I am casually baked. Okay, but a new agritourism vibe is budding, and I'm doing my part to help shape the experience. JC and I joined Emerald Country Tours for a behind-the-scenes farm-to-bowl experience yesterday. This new cannabis tour company is on a mission to share the best of the Northern California cannabis culture and sprinkle in local prohibition history and cannabis education throughout the experience. They're working out the kinks right now, preparing to go full force in 2018. And I've already told Brian that I want to sit down with him and Jeremy. Uh, They're the founders of Emerald Country Tours in a few weeks to do a deeper dive on local opportunities and things that you need to know before you start planning your 2018 getaways. You know, whatever girls trips, bachelorette or stag parties, sister get together, family reunions, whatever. I'm telling you, if you already like the wine country, you're going to love the wine and weed country. Throw in the weather, and that's a trifecta of reasons to plan your next trip in my neck of the woods. Each month as I'm paying a ridiculous rent check, I repeat these words to myself. Wine, weather, and weed. Thank you, California. And I write that fucking check, and you need to come out here and experience the real, authentic, casually baked lifestyle. So anyway, sorry, I digress. So yesterday, JC and I caught up. We checked out an amazing grow in West Sonoma County. We ate bomb-ass fried chicken and biscuits sitting under a shade tree on the bank of the Russian River. And in between all of that, JC shot video so I can try my hand at putting together a visual story for you. What I saw wasn't new to me, but the fact that I received approval to bring in a video camera so I can share the experience with you is a really big deal, and I want to do a good job. So I had him come with me and take really good video, and I hope that I can do it justice and put together a story 
and I'll share it with you soon. It was a super fun day, and when I get this video done, you'll see our behind-the-scenes look at a Heritage Prohibition Grow and two dispensaries. One of them is large and corporate, and the other is a mom-and-pop shop serving their local community in Guerneville. And this place is so small, you're only allowed to go in two at a time, and JC almost broke shit with his backpack. So you're going to see two totally different ideas of what a dispensary looks like. By the time you're done watching, I hope you'll want to walk through rows of beautiful, fragrant cannabis flowers responsibly grown by a local legend. Add it to your bucket list, or even better, I can help you plan a 2018 adventure. Ask at casuallybaked.com. Let's get you set up for 2018. Now it's time for your Smoky Joe update. If you listened last week, you know I'm fighting an odor battle at home. I've made a few purchases and am incorporating them into my space and routine. I'm going to tell you about them, although I'm not certain if the problem is solved yet. I've been home alone for a week with nobody to bother me or me to bother when I blaze. But I'll keep you updated and you can find links to the products I'm using if you want to check them out for your house. I live on display in a small space, so the idea of having yet another piece of electrical equipment taking up visual and floor space isn't ideal, but the more I read and thought about it, the more I felt like I owed it to myself to create clean air in my home. Because I care about looks and performance, the Lavoie brand air purifier ended up being my top pick. It has the best design, in my opinion, and received great reviews and was competitively priced. The air purifier tower is designed for small spaces, an office, dorm room, in-law unit sort of space. But I found out when reading the instructions that it needs space of its own. It can't be tucked in the corner. It needs a foot of space around it on all sides. That means, in my space, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Again, good thing it's not ugly. Once I got the Lavoie powered on, I started out by doing what I have to believe everybody does the first time. I lit a bowl, and then I squatted down beside the air purifier, and I blew the smoke directly into it. It worked like a charm. Of course, but that's not a behavior I'll replicate. So, I put the Lavoie on level three, which that's the highest, and I took a seat, I put my feet up, and I smoked the rest of the bowl. The room was full of smoke, but for less than a minute. Of course, if someone were home upstairs, it's still likely they'd smell me. This method will purify the air and eventually suck up all of the smoke, but it's definitely not a fix to my specific problem by itself. The next time I smoked, I added a mini oscillating floor fan, 
pointing away from me and toward the air purifier. I was able to tuck it underneath a little table so you can't see it. And when I exhaled, the fan pushed the smoke directly into the intake holes in the air purifier, and the haze dissipated faster than the personal satisfaction of my MacGyver moment. (laughs) I really think this method will keep the peace. The next day, my air purifying bags by California Home Goods showed up. The nondescript gray fabric bags blend into my space and contain carbon-activated bamboo charcoal intended to absorb odor, bacteria, allergens, and harmful pollutants. When needed, you put the bags outside in full sunlight for an hour and then bring them back in and they're supposedly refreshed and ready to reuse. Of course... I don't know how I'll know when it's time to do that, and California Home Goods doesn't specify, but I figure once a month will be a good practice to start. And you can reuse them for two years. I bought the variety pack and have one in my closet, bathroom, my living room, laundry hamper, and in the car. Stink, stank, mold, and mildew. Can't stay here. Bases covered. The last layer of my magical smokestack, and the one thing I was most leery of, is the handheld smoke eliminator. I'm going to tell you about a great product that I didn't want to like because the name gives me the shivers. The device is called a sploofy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the image Sploofy conjures up for me is not of the cute little ghost who lives in the Sploofy logo. My housemate bought a Sploofy for me to try, but when the package arrived, it was a refill package of three filters and no mouthpiece. I reached out to the company, and after a bit, the head Sploofy in charge mailed a mouthpiece to me. Thank you, Brian. The device itself is a little bigger than I want it to be. It takes up more space in my stash bag than I would like it to. But this thing is going to be a clutch travel companion. It can't completely get rid of the smoke because that's just impossible. But it will definitely get rid of what you inhaled in your lungs, which is probably 90%. And that ghost is a clever little mascot because smoke goes in and nothing comes out. And sitting on my counter, the little black and white figure of the sploofy certainly resembles a ghost. So, well done, Brian and team at Sploofy. I'll definitely buy your product, but I'm calling mine Casper. God damn it. So what's the Smokey Joe conclusion? My routine that I figured out, I keep the Lavoie air purifier on most of the time while I'm home. It puts out cool air and I don't mind the quiet hum of the motor. So no problems on that front. I'm only using Casper, aka Sploofy, When the family upstairs is home, 
I stand by what I said about not wanting to exhale into a mouthpiece every time I consume, but it's a great compromise for as long as I live here. This experience at home was a great kick in the pants to consciously change my living environment for the better. If you do smoke in your home, you owe it to yourself and those around you to invest $88 in an air purifier. Throw in $22 for the reusable charcoal purifier bags and $20 for your very first sploofy, of which I hope you'll give a pet ghost name. But that's $130 out the door for immeasurable health and peacekeeping benefits. You got your face fixed up nice with all those little, little colored lights. You got the records that spin around and round. Gonna spin, spin, spin till we get all I'll post product links and a video of the Smoke Goblin Casper in action. You'll find all of that on the Podcast 18 blog on my website, casuallybaked.com backslash blog. So that's it for this week. I've got video to review. JC is waiting on pins and needles for feedback. If you enjoy Casually Baked, the podcast, I hope you'll subscribe to the show and puff, puff, pass it on. If you want to rep the modern cannabis culture, be sure to shop at casuallybaked.com. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, produced, edited by the team of Just Joe. Our theme music is by my handsome and fabulous friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with his music, check out his latest album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you are buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. I called Crystal to confirm that steak Florentine we ate was two kilos because I didn't want to lie to you. And she actually said it was 2.2 kilos, which is almost a five-pound meat baby. I'll share the picture of the steak on this episode's blog page. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, last thing, and then I promise I'm really, really out this time. Two moms from Kyle FaceTimed me while I was finalizing the podcast So I demonstrated the sploofy for them. Turns out it also sort of looks like a space age renews it bathroom deodorizer sitting there or a sex toy vibrator someone forgot to put away. Fro said it looked like a voice modulator when I was blowing through it. Tell me what you think the sploofy looks like. The sploofy people may get pissed off. Or they may love it. Who the fuck knows? But it's fun. You have permission to get your spoofy on. (laughs) Casuallybaked.com backslash blog. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. 
Scope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.